are you, Case? I'm great, Glenn. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm still in quarantine. I hope you are too. Yeah, still keeping it locked down, locked tight. You know how it is, stopping the spread. What do they call it? Flattening the curve. That's what we're doing. Flattening the curve. Or the hill, as Trump said. Ah. Did you see him say that last yeah. week? No. Yeah, he's like, the hill. If I'm like, the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange times. It's going to be strange for a while, I think, Case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no end in sight, really, is there? So we'll, we'll just I've make been... the most of it. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been listening to scientists. I've given up listening to the media. And I've yep. given up listening to politicians. I gave up and... listening to media and politicians years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The scientists have the worst answer of all, where they're like, "We don't know." In theory, it could be over in three months if everyone did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. but no that one, no, no, that's what they said. That's what they're all saying. Is they're like, in theory, it could be fixed really quickly, but because the world is eighty percent fuckwits, it's mm. probably more, probably more realistically, what six months. I, uh, this stage thing in Victoria is interesting now because everyone's like, why stages? Like one, two, three. Yeah. Because when you hit five, we're going to go down the other way, aren't we? Like back to stage four, back to stage three. They're not going to just go, it's over. I, I would imagine so. And yeah, I was wondering about the stage thing as well. I was like, why not just go all out? Everything's locked down. Don't leave the house, blah, 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 straight away. Um, yeah. But then I guess that would cause all the panic, all the panic buying, all the, you know, freaking out about jobs and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I guess it makes sense to do the stages in that, that regard. It is starting to make more sense. There is a plan, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Did you know that, like, only 20%, again, science, um, they reckon only 20% of confirmed cases is what's actually really happening. So it's oh, like 80 yeah, yeah, but that, that's that 80% of people have got colds or nothing, and they've got it. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's freaky. That, oh, I don't know. That's freaking me out, man. So there you go. <laughs> Stay indoors. Save lives. Yep. Well, the best thing to do while you're staying indoors is to watch wrestling, of course. And uh, we got we got plenty of it to watch on the network. And we, watch, we watched uh, your choice this week, didn't we, Glenn? We did. We did. It's the rebirth of ECW case. It's One Night Stand. Do you want uh-huh. me to run the stats? Yeah, do it. All right, we got June eleventh, two thousand and six, in the man in oh in the Manhattan, Manhattan, New York, the Hammerstein Ballroom. Ah, uh, yeah, and I like the, this venue. This is this is where like old Raws and stuff were, isn't it? Like yeah. when Raw first started, was here. Yeah, it's a cool venue because it's multi levels and you can yeah, it's fun. I like it. I know, I know, but like attendance, get this, is like what two thousand four hundred and sixty people. You would have sworn there was like twenty thousand people there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, they're not very deep. Like the, it's multiple levels high, but there's not very deep for you to go back. So yeah, but the, yeah. Crowd, the crowd is mental though. Um, and considering I loved it. considering uh, ECW's, you know, a Philly crowd, it's good to see they travelled up to New York to uh, to shout at um, WWE wrestlers all night long. <laughs> I know. I, know. Uh, I actually I, I spotted a, a female or two in the crowd too. But, um, yeah. <laughs> How's Paul Lee when he comes out doing his speech? Jesus. Yeah. There was a lot of that I noticed in this, um, like, 
you know, it's a two hour and 40 minute pay-per-view or whatever, but there was a good, you know, in between lots of matches, there's big, long talking segments and promos and stuff, including this opening from Paul Heyman comes out. And it's funny, like 2006, it's not that long ago, but he still was like, you know, the ponytail hat guy compared to the advocate Paul Heyman that we see today. Uh, it's right. quite a, quite a, it took a long time for him to class up his act, but once he did, he, uh, he nailed it. <laughs> Well, that's uh, Cornette calls him the Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, how's, how's my sound going on your end? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine? Cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, did you notice, like, you know, because everyone's, ACW, ACW, yeah. like, all through it, right? But at the start, it's so funny, is that the, it dies down and one dude legit accidentally goes, ACW. Uh, like it's, 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 you know Homer Simpson in monorail? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just, I, like, I burst out like, that would be me in the crowd. They said, oh, damn it. Um, How did so, the rest uh, of the crowd know to stop at that time? I know. Maybe he went like that. <laughs> Who knows? And, of course, no one knows what I did then, but um, the Daryl Summers stop yes. playing band, please. So, look, our first match, let's dive straight in, Case. Uh, our first match is Taz. Wait, 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 Glenn. Yo. When you move around like that, your microphone is bouncing around, and that's causing some uh, choppy choppiness. All right, I'm, I'll sit still. Yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be hard. But, um, well, look, this you is yet Sorry? You can hold the notes up in front of your face like this. Yeah, that's it. That'll be handy. But uh, look, it's it's all test run, guys. So you know, we'll see if this audio is better. We go with this setup. But if last week was better, then we'll go with that setup. <laughs> I, I I actually listened. I listened to our last bit schlocky, bit long podcast. But I tell yeah. you what, I could hear it. Yeah, it sounded okay. Well, it sounded. Five, we've done worse. Yeah. True. So, <laughs> no arguments from you. So uh, we've got um, we've got Taz, and uh, Taz yeah. is up against Jerry Lawler. Yes, uh, Lawler comes out, you know, trashing the crowd. Uh, it still looks, you know, relatively okay. But you know, Jerry the King, you think two thousand six? It is a considerable amount of time ago now, I guess. But it just yeah. feel it doesn't feel like that long ago. So like to see King looking like that, I'm like, oh, he doesn't look too bad. Um, and then, yeah, he comes out and what does he do straight away? He, like, slaps Joey Styles in the face, doesn't he? He does what we've all wanted to do. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it gives him, gives him a good whack. Um, and he sells it, too. Actually, that, this match goes for, what, 35 seconds? Yeah, about that. I think we've already so talked Joey, about it longer than that. I know, I know. Joey Styles jumps in the ring and, like, jumps on Jerry Lawler's back. So this is almost an Andy Kaufman match. Yeah. That Jerry Lawler goes to give uh, Jerry Styles the well, what, what is it? The pile driver. He did the pile driver, yes. doesn't he? Goes to do that and slab, uh, slab, <laughs> Taz <laughs> slab, slaps on the the Taz mission. Mm-hmm. Why was that so hard for me to say? Taz on the Taz. It is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, see, I wrote this when I was like, you know, obviously feeling way more sharp minded. I've drank a lot this week. Yeah. Have you? Are you going? My I'm God, pretty, I reckon. Pretty chill. Yeah. 
I, last night I drank a bottle of red and I threw the bottle in the bin and just the noise is, is, it hit about another eight bottles I think on the, at the bottom of the bin I'm like oh so anyway, <laughs> having a Mountain Dew day fair enough well, I'm having a beer day so. what, what do you got? I'm having a beer day mm-hmm. fair enough why not? It's a shitty day outside anyway. I'd be sitting in oh, the miserable. It's just instantly went from summer to winter. Like, we don't have autumn anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's true. So, um, so after, after Taz slaps on the tab, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to say this over and over again in the bath later, just trying to get it right. Um, the crowd are all going, you suck dick. Like, classy. Yeah. Classy show. I'm going to sit up a bit, so if I rustle my cord, I do apologise. Hang on. <laughs> and uh, now Taz, uh, after winning... That's the last match Taz ever has, and it wasn't really a match, let's face yeah. it. Yeah. Um, then he goes and jumps on the um, commentary with Joey Styles. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't mind, actually. Mm. And they... um. Like, moving forward, this is sort of like the debut. They're going back to television, aren't they? That's the whole point of this exercise. Ah, right, yeah. Yeah, they're going to the Sci-Fi Network. Because, yeah, I've got to say, I guess I'll say this, Dad, like, I had a lot of fun watching this event, to be honest. Like, it was very entertaining. Uh, But from a booking point of view, it made absolutely no sense and did ECW absolutely no favours in that regard. They just basically shut all over them most of the time. Uh, (laughs) Don't know, don't know what the plan was there, but I got to say I did have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you got to think about where this all leads because um, look, ECW. Just a just a quick recap. Um, WWE released the uh, I think it was called the Rise and Fall of ECW on DVD, and it was it's such a massive hit, and like they were like, whoa! Everyone bought this DVD, including me. I think I think it's down there. (laughs) And uh, from there, they're like, oh, people actually, like, like this shit? Like, and so that's when they decided to sort of, let's bring it in as our third brand. I see. Um, ECW, what, eventually becomes NXT. So. Oh, right. When, when you look at it that way, it's, yeah, ECW was morphed into NXT because by the end of it, they're like, hang on, this is just a good place to train kids, get yeah, green okay. people to perform. Um, we want to go less violent. just change it to this so and, and let's face it nxt is really the only thing i watch every now and again yeah i just watched the most recent episode actually it was pretty enjoyable considering there was no crowd and i thought this would be terrible but um no i liked it but anyway speaking of things that i enjoyed this very yeah. next match actually it was fucking great um it is kurt angle representing ecw again booking decision makes no sense why is kurt angle an ecw guy i don't know but he is let's just accept that and he's taking on the much more extreme randy orton who is representing smackdown or raw or whatever and um this is probably the best randy orton match i've ever seen like well the most i've enjoyed yeah it's fucking great i was really into this match yeah i like too how like orton looks so out of place at this venue with that crowd, like it worked really well, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I like, mean, Orton, but the Kurt Angle also looked out of place, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, like Orton's looking down at them, and he's literally probably looking down at them, like, oh, come on, like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, actually, the match wasn't bad. I did laugh after Orton's fireworks display. It was so smoky in the little venue. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It looked like Melbourne in January this year. But, um, how's the crowd? They're all going, pause, hey, pause. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, um, just, I did, didn't notice, but on the um, uh, Wikipedia page here, it says the crowd were chanting, go, Foxina. And uh, <laughs> Orton's a homo. <laughs> Close oh crowd. God, really? Yeah. Yeah, I missed. That. I heard break his ankle, break his ankle, oh, yeah. and I heard uh, you got bitch slapped. <laughs> yeah. Stop. So but this, so, I mean, um, obviously credit angle as well. But this was a really, um, really entertaining match back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't quite, you know, the Orton by numbers match that we get every single time these days. So it was still a bit interesting. Uh, and yeah, I got to say, I was, I was. This is the most I've enjoyed a wrestling match in some time, to be honest. Yeah, right. I mean, a few too many rest holds for the ADHD crowd. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, but it's a pro- But it's a proper opener, isn't it, after the Taz- <clears throat> Jerry Lawler debacle? Yeah, and yeah, a quality match. I'd almost go and say it's match of the night. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh. I just I got really hooked into it. I was right into the... Um, right into the event after that so i was i was yeah. here for it yeah yeah and orton submits with a hurty yes to the, to the ankle lock of course yeah this next this next match is probably more so what you were talking about earlier uh where you're like this is not doing much for the actual ecw brand yeah well um, neither neither did that that was two wwe stars like neither of them are ecw people i know kurt was representing them but that makes no sense so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, and then, yeah and now this match yeah it's the uh the fbi being the full-blooded italians little guido uh tony mamaluke mamaluke yeah, yeah. um and they've got who's the big dude with them it's big guido isn't it big guido, big guido. he <laughs> is big uh and and they're up against super crazy and tajiri yeah yep. yeah and actually you know what I actually really enjoyed Tajiri in this match. Yeah, me too. I actually loved him in this. Um, he was by far my favorite wrestler in this match. Mm, yeah, he spits and he cheats and he stomps and he's high flying around. He's good. He's good. But, yeah. uh, what, what did I see in here? I did think when Big Guido was standing down there, you'd be wrapped if he was standing in front of you, like in the crowd. <laughs> you'd be sitting there going, oh, fuck, I can't <laughs> see anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, what have we got here? Uh, I, I, I did catch. There's only one thing I wrote down because uh, this match was, you know, it was it was a filler match. Well, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, but there is a double tarantula spot. Just see oh, that. Yeah. With, with it yeah. hanging off the road, like ah! And I'm like, all right, you don't see that every day. Yeah. But uh, super crazy, um, flying around the ring as he does. He was good actually. Uh, yeah. And actually, and the crowd loved this match. I almost yeah. felt like I was missing something. I'm like, why are the crowd so into this? But uh, look, uh, obviously not. Be... A, I was say you're obviously not as excited to see Big Guido as everyone else was. <laughs> no, no. But I was excited to see Big Show. Yeah. Well, Big Show comes out, and so Ping yeah, again. Pong, pal, <laughs> don't. Just... Just had a fun, fun uh, match getting the crowd hot. How best to follow that up then by have Big Show absolutely squash everyone in the match, basically, <laughs> including yeah. Big Guido. 
<laughs> including Big Guido. It's just, I just think of that Joe Pesci story, Goodfellas, pow, ping, pong. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this ends. And then he just walks out the back like, you go, okay, Big Show can beat up everybody. We got it. Yeah, I mean, what, why wouldn't you have Big Guido beat the shit out of Big Show, for instance, to have the ECW crowd give him something to cheer about? And then it, to have the last laugh. To piss off the crowd even more, out comes bloody JBL. <laughs> and he's like calling the crowd a bunch of morons and saying ECW's a bunch, bunch of trash, bingo hall stuff. Oh, man. And then, then the whole crowd's like chanting chanting uh, rude chants at him, which he tries to make a uh, comeback that just comes off sounding just as homophobic as the crowd. <laughs> you are summarising this so well. I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got pretty much look i just love I, I mean has jbl ever come across like more genuine than doing this yeah, exactly. like, like i just he's his ending is kiss my ass this show sucks <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny i'm like i'm waiting for someone to throw him off the balcony like that, that's where I'm, I'm thinking we're going here but yeah so he just came out and just trashed the joint with his mouth and now we've got, uh, actually, now this match was good. Uh, yeah. It didn't go that long. I wish it went longer, which you don't say often. Uh, we've got Rey Mysterio versus Sabu. Yeah. Yeah, this was really good because uh, Ray Ray is sort of at the peak of yeah. probably his uh, his peak, isn't it? Around 2006 when he won the Royal Rumble and, um, yeah, before everything started going downhill for him. And Sabu is just crazy fun guy to watch. He's probably the only... ECW actual guy that I'd probably actually like. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. not a complete nutcase or just a douchebag like RVD or whatever. Um, and yeah, this is a, this is a really good match. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was in either the lead up to this or the opening promo, they showed that um, there was a Sabu versus Cena match on Raw or something. And that would have been really cool to watch. I'd like to dig that out. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, this this was a good fun match. Well, they've got great chemistry together. Yeah. And yeah. so we start off with dueling chairs. That's and, right. Yeah. Um, and how good Sabu's aerial attack, just in general, yeah. like the way he glides through air. You're like, holy crap! I love that spot where he like he has a chair. He jumps off, puts the chair under his legs, and lands mm. on him like, bah, oh, yeah, yeah. God. Brutal, brutal, and it looks great, and and you know he's not hurting them somehow. It's like whoa, um, I, I, so Ray leapfrogs over the bloody top rope and like splats the boo, and like that, that that that's just actually that's the end of the match from memory, isn't it? No, no, that they do that first, and then there's the DDT through the table. Yeah. yeah. Oh, far out, and it just ends in a no contest after about nine minutes, and you're like, fair enough. Yeah. They're just both uh, after the table table moves like a yeah it's like a dd was it one table or two tables on top of each other i can't remember it might have been just one but yeah they're both completely out out come the uh ants they call the ring the bell call the match neither neither wrestler can continue so yeah, yeah. No, no no result so that guy, can, then there's that weird guy with that accent they go this match is over yeah 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 it's that guy and he's probably just like someone in the crowd. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, I know. I know. But anyway, look, the, the match that I really wanted to talk about. Have you seen this before? 
Ah, uh, no. And, yeah, this match was uh, quite the match. <laughs> it's epic, isn't it? Yeah. This is the type of match you watch and you go, it's very entertaining. They could not do this today. No chance in hell. And it's like, yeah, you know, things changed, obviously, after the Attitude Era, but 2006, they still had some uh, pretty full-on shit going on. Because the match, of course, we're talking about is a like an intergenta six-person tag match. Uh, and we've got Edge and Mick Foley with uh, Lita representing the WWE versus Tommy Dreamer, Terry Funk, and what's her name? Beulah McGillicuddy. You, you nailed that <laughs> name. I thought you'd trip on it for sure. So I can't even say Tasmission for some reason. So <laughs> I actually love all the promo work before the match on this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, like when Mick Foley's like, I did sell out. I sold out Madison Square Garden. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's funny. And uh, even Lisa, she's like, calls Tommy Dreamer the innovator of silence. That's a pretty good thing. So Foley, when he comes out, even before the match starts, comes out with a big shiner. Do you notice yeah. that? What's going on there? But, um, yeah, that's right. Bueller makes it a three-way, doesn't she? She she actually calls it then and there, and uh, then uh, like just it's just bedlam, and it's so freaking violent. And I don't say that often. Yeah, I mean it's, so, it is wrestling, but oh my god! A housemate came in the room and sat down to watch this. Um, yeah, just as this match was on. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's good timing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, they should definitely bring back the um, the flames and the barbed wire, but I don't know about all the blood and guts and all the and Edge's pin at the end she wasn't too impressed with. Uh, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I, mean, the I mean, that hat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That had to be improv. Like, they, he, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't have done that in rehearsal. Like, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, the humpy pin, I've called it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, there's um, th- they use everything in this. They use, as you said, a barbed wire on the baseball bat, and then Terry Funk's got one on a two-by-four, but yeah. there's signs. You, you get the ladder. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the ladder, Three Stooges stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah the um, Three Stooges bit. I love that. How's Terry Funk with his eye? Like, My eye! You're like, Jesus! Yeah, well, he gets he gets dragged out, doesn't he? And then comes back uh, later in the match, covered in blood still and bandaged up. Man, yeah, he was a mess. No, no DNA problems here. I mean, far yeah. out. But when he's like, my eye, my eye, he actually reminded me of, um, you know, Cannibal the Musical? <laughs> yeah. Like, I got you looking at my eye. Yeah. But like it's that. Like- that- it always makes me laugh when you see the gloves and they're like, oh, there's blood. We better put, I mean, the refs put their gloves on when the blood comes out. It's like, well, you're helping Terry Funk out of the ring is bleeding all over you. <laughs> like, a little bit on your hands is like, <laughs> you got it everywhere else. It doesn't matter. I know, I know. And like when that, because um, of course, like Mick Foley and Funk end up crashing through that. What is that? A bed made of barbed wire or something? So <laughs> is that enormous board? <laughs> And like yeah. they're a little tangled up, and you're like, you know, when you go, I would actually have to hit stop if my mum walked in the room. Yeah. Like, even now, you'd be like, oh my god, I'm not putting up with this argument, this conversation. You're like, ah. So, um, but amazing. It's an, it's it's actually an amazing match. Yeah, it is. It's really good. 
It is. It goes great, for quite a while too. How long does it go for? It goes for it's 1845. Like, felt longer. <laughs> it felt long. It's just, how do you top that though? That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. There's, well, definitely not with the next match, but uh, is there anything else that you want to say about about this before we... Uh... Yeah, right. I, I, I will just mention Edge and McFoley and Lita with the win, even though they don't walk out looking like winners. Yeah. Uh, and again, ECW lose at their own pay-per-view. Yeah, so, huh? exactly. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Some of these bookings are questionable. <clears throat> next, we have Balls Mahoney. Balls, balls, balls. Oh, how how intelligent is the crowd? Balls, balls, balls. I'm like, oh, these names, balls. I get it. <laughs> and anyway, he's up against Masato Tanaka. Is that, yeah. did that so I can say that. Yeah, all right. So, um, but yeah. So the crowd are pretty hot. They're pretty high on balls. Um, there I don't is remember one... this match. To be honest, you don't remember the match. No, I was probably still recovering from the Edge and Big Foley match. It is a it is a recovery match in every sense of the word. Yeah, it's it? a toilet break popcorn match, that's for sure. Yeah, the uh, look. All I can remember is the ending, and it is brutal. That chair shot to the cranium. Did do you remember that? Mm, not really. <laughs> balls, I balls. Watched it a whole week ago. Uh, yeah, me too. Actually, yeah. <laughs> balls, balls wallops Tanaka and like looks at the chair and it's bent like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember that. Brutal. So, look, I was all ready for uh, our main event, and then, of course, Eugene walks out. Yeah. So, I actually, they did they did get you. You become an ECW fan for a second then. You're like, oh, can someone come out and beat this dude up? That'd be pretty good. And uh, let's face it, the uh, look, uh, the original prototype of Steve Austin, yeah. the Sandman comes out. The deadbeat dad version. He's like the deadbeat dad version of Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, but wrestling that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, how's him pummeling his own head with the beer cans? Oh, yeah, I think like in the crowd, it looks like he falls over, or something happens like right at the start when he's coming out, and he gets swallowed up by the crowd for a second. Then he comes back out, and he's like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. He's probably slipped on one of his beers. Oh my god! But look, he, was, he would have had a concussion by the time he got out there. Yeah. So anyway, he makes short work of uh, Eugene. And uh, look, let's face it, everyone enjoyed that. Um, yeah. my, my nana would have liked that. <laughs> and so now we're finally here. Uh, main event. Great main event. Mm. How good is this? How good is Cena? Like, this is when Cena is really good. Yeah. And like, uh, what is like- it? It's- I was just going to say, the crowd all hates him here, obviously, because they're ECW crowd. But you remember, this is shortly after his match against Triple H at WrestleMania 22. And remember, the crowd in that are all cheering for Triple H when Triple H is meant to be the heel. So just Cena can't get a, can't find his, you know, can't get a break anywhere. Everyone hates him. Yeah, I know. But see, look, Cena's a great sport. I mean, firstly, for even coming out, let's face it. And he would have known what he's walking into. And uh, but like I love the t-shirt spot where he throws the t-shirt. The yes. guy just throw it back. <laughs> I mean, he eventually after like the fourth time goes, I'll just put it down here. Like they're yes. just gonna keep throwing it. <laughs> so I actually really like that. Like I'm yeah. like, this all right, this crowd's growing on me. 
bunch of morons, but they're growing on me. Um, they also throw toilet paper at him. Yeah. I noticed in one bit, Cena pushes the ref, and the ref pushes Cena back. You're like, what am I watching? <laughs> but, look, it's a, it's a great match. And, oh, and did you see the Cena, and I won't talk too long about it, but you, you see when Cena did the FU, but he, and this is all Rob Van Dam, not, not just yeah. power movement, he does it out of the ring? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, what a great rumble exit. That would have been for, like, a, a Rob Van Dam type character. Yeah. But, um, oh, my God, it is pouring here. Is it raining yeah. where you are? No, nah, not at the moment. It was earlier, like, but yeah. looking at the window, it looks like I'm on a ship. <laughs> Crazy. <clears throat> but anyway, what have we got? Edge pops in at the end. Uh, oh, that's right. the table. Yes, spears uh, uh, table. Yeah. Yep. Five star frog splash and a three count from Heyman. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's all over. And I tell you what, that goes for about two hours and 40 minutes or my version did I, yeah. it felt like it went for an hour and a half yeah <laughs> yeah it was a pretty fast movement and and fun it was a really fun pay-per-view actually like like i said a lot of it didn't make any sense to me like the booking but uh i still was hell entertained and had a great time so it's a win all around um I, one thing i did like in that scene of match was when he went to do the um uh, the five knuckle shuffle and the crowd's all chanting, same old shit, same old shit. And he just sort of like laughs and does it anyway. <laughs> it was pretty good. Well, that's it. I mean, if you're going out there and you know that the whole crowd's going to boo you anyway, you might as well play up to it. Like, yeah. you, you, might, you might as well go, all right, well, it's going to be on my watch and it's going to be intentional. Now, that was the um, the WWE heavyweight title. Um, yes. That's... Rob Dan Van Rob Dan Van <laughs> Rob Van Van one off Cena there, uh, and this is when he because he had the money in the bank contract. Is that how he got he this did. match set up? He did yeah, yep, yeah. yep. And his hair looks so shit. God, it, 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 it's frustrating how bad his hair is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Rob Van Dam, yeah. that oh yeah. man, that oh, just I don't like his look one little bit. <laughs> No, but I tell you what, he's, he's bloody good in the ring. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, he is. Definitely appreciate that more now. When I was younger, I just hated him with all, <laughs> all my. I know, I know. It's sort of, uh, even though completely different, he sort of falls in the CM Punk category for me. Yeah. But you watch, watch CM Punk now, and you go, oh, shit, he was good and he was a good talker. And I yeah. just, and you know, another one who were put in this weird little group is um, Sean Waltman. Oh, One, yeah. two, three. Oh, man, I used to just groan every time I saw him. And now you watch him in pay-per-view and you're like, oh, shit, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, uh, really good in the ring anyway. All right, well, until so then, we'll, uh, we'll make our next selections when we do our WrestleMania podcast. We'll let everyone know what our next couple will be. All right, cheers, man. All right, take it easy. <laughs>